introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. Another day in captivity, uh, in quarantine, in uh, locking down and city shutdowns, whatever it is. Uh, this is Minor Wisdom once again. Thank you to those that have continued to listen. I really do appreciate it. I, I've even learned that it's very difficult to listen to my podcasts that I my podcasts that I listen to on a weekly basis because I'm just not in the car as much, and that's usually where I listen to them. So now. I've resorted to uh, listening to them while I'm uh, taking care of my morning constitutions and trying to walk around with headphones on, ignoring my kids, those kind of things. But uh, thank you to those of you that have continued to listen. I really do appreciate it. I feel like these couple of podcasts during this week, and uh, there will be some more interviews coming up, but these are hopefully helping and being informative and also helping just kind of to forget about the actual real world and maybe help you with your professional world. And speaking of that, I do want to take a moment to say how lucky we are as educators right now because most of us, I believe most of us, if not all of us, are getting paid to do our normal job. And uh, now we get to do it from the comfort of our home. And I've seen lots of complaints about, oh, I'm on this Zoom meeting, I'm on this online meeting. And I know most of us want to be face-to-face with our kids, face-to-face with our colleagues. But we really need to take a step back and just talk about how grateful we should all feel. And I'm not the positive uh, Pete or whatever you want to call it. I'm not that guy usually. But I'm very grateful right now, which could be some foreshadowing to the next couple of months, uh, a uh, announcement to come later. But um, I'm very grateful right now to be in the world of education and to be continued to to continue to be paid for what we're doing. Um, A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of companies have had to let people go. You know, down here in Houston, the Alley Theater had to temporarily lay off 75 percent of their staff and and that's just unfortunate and there are restaurants and bars and salons and all these places that require you know day-to-day income that are having to lay people off and it's very very sad very unfortunate um and i i we as a family we the miners are trying to do our part to help stimulate the economy trying to do our part by eating one meal out a day and I know that that's not necessarily that's kind of stimulating our weight gain as well but I've been running some but uh, uh, we're trying to support local businesses uh, even if one of those businesses from time to time is a chain like Chili's but you know it's just so damn delicious anyway this week I'm taking a little bit of an audible again and I had Mandy Tapia back on the podcast to discuss how we're going about this online teaching. Now, uh, it is, again, a brand new thing. My concern and my gripe and my complaint with how the online process has been working, some districts dove right into it without even batting an eye. They just went straight into online teaching, and I guess they're learning as they go, which I guess we all are too. But they didn't take a moment to analyze how students might Uh, struggle with this or some students might not have technology to do the 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 learning that they need to do Uh, 
My district, however, took a lot of time. We're, we haven't even started with online teaching. We're not even going to be starting until April 3rd. And it's a larger district, and I, I understand that. But the concern, at least from the fine arts side, now I'm not speaking for core teachers. Core teachers, I don't think any of you listen to this, but core teachers have a completely different world because they're going to have to make up for this in the future, and it's unfortunate. Whereas the arts, yes, we want to make sure that we're still educating our students and we want to make sure we are important, but this is also one of those times that we have to understand that we are extracurricular and that we are not what colleges necessarily are looking for. We are not what secondary, or excuse me, uh, higher learning, higher education spots are looking for. Yes, it looks good on a resume. Yes, it looks good on a transcript. Don't get me wrong and all that. But right now we need to put our egos aside and just try to entertain our kids and try to give them that release that they need more so than we already do in the classroom. Because for 30 minutes a week, my district has decided that's what we get. And our middle school teachers, uh, their 30 minutes is even optional, not for the teachers, but for the students. And so it's one of those things that we just have to just let it be what it is for right now. Now, do I think if we ever went to online 24-7, 365, would we be treated that way? No, not at all. I think right now, because we have six to eight weeks that we're most likely all shutting down. And I know Dallas has already shut down. A few schools or a few districts have shut down. But because we're having to go to this, uh, just take a step back and not only enjoy the fact that uh, they're giving us 30 minutes and they're still paying us to do this, but also take time with your family. And I know that that's easier said than done because some of you are starting to learn how much of a pain in the ass your kids are. But take time to just relax. I now drink coffee on the back patio, and my view is a fence and a smelly backyard with dog poop in it. But I sure as hell am enjoying my time, uh, and I probably will change my tune in about six weeks when it's consistently 90 degrees outside. But for right now, enjoy it. Be grateful. Uh, and that is about all I can say to that. Next week, I will have a normal interview the next two weeks, I'll have interviews from before all this stuff happened. Uh, I'll have one with Miss Pamela Wilson, who I taught with at Morton Ranch High School, and I will have Mr. Kelly Harkins. Uh, those of you that don't know, most of us know Pam Wilson, but those of you that don't know Kelly Harkins, I challenge you to find a more passionate middle school theater teacher than Kelly Harkins. But this week, once again, I welcome back Miss Mandy Tapia. Uh, we discussed online teaching and just how it's going to look and a bunch of other things as well. Um, there were a couple of interruptions. Miss Destiny Miller interrupted her at one point. Uh, one of her kids interrupted her at one point. So if you hear kind of, again, glitchy editing, I apologize. I do I do what I can. I do what I can. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, last thing, I'm sitting in my brand new closeted studio. Uh, I believe I told you guys last week that I was working on it. Well, it's almost completely done. I'll make sure to get it online at, at some point because I know you guys are just clamoring to see what it looks like. I, I can tell, I can feel it uh, from the outside. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Please, please, please be grateful for what you have. Hope everybody's healthy. I hope everybody's families are healthy. Here's this week's Groner Joke. Why did the golfer bring two pairs of pants to the golf course? 
just in case he got a hole in one. So here's what we're doing in my district that I think is a very good thing. And um, I don't want to necessarily say that, give Travis Springfield the all the credit, but I think Travis Springfield deserves 99% of the credit on this. Um, mm-hmm. But we're not trying, we are not trying to uh, do a day-to-day or, or, you know, every couple day lesson plan. We're going to go with, very similar to if, if you've done a master's online or any sort of degree right. online, we're going to go to a week project, a week-long project. Um, and most of our fine arts people are going to pass-fail. Most of our districts don't want us to get in the way of the core. And mm-hmm. I think we all have to put our egos aside and accept that for the next however long, two months or whatever it is. Sure. Do you agree or no? Yeah, no, I definitely think so. I think um, our core teachers right now have a lot on their plate trying to figure out um, exactly what they're prepping the kids for going into next year. And then, yeah, because they're going to have uh, to make up this. Like, they're, they're juniors right now that are going to have to do something they've never done before, and that's standardized right. test their senior year. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's. I mean, everything's unprecedented, right? So, like, you know, when I think about, you know, oh gosh, did the theater kids not learn all of their stage directions? I mean, like, who cares? In theater two, they can fix that, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, they're going to be missing chunks of time in the classroom with the teacher whose expectations for their students, regardless of whether or not the state is, you know, giving that to them anymore. But, you know, their expectations were that they were being upheld to some sort of standard test, right? So, um, yeah, for sure. I know um, Keller ISD is doing much of the same. Um, Kim Bland is obviously a badass and her and David Wright, who um, are kind of leading, leading the troop on all of this, they kind of went through and asked us for any kind of online stuff that we already had ready to go and created a platform for not only all of us teachers to use and help supplement with one another, but they made it live for our parents. So if parents are wanting to get on and find things for themselves, they can utilize the resources that are already there, which is really nice. Um, and so it, it made it easy for both parents and teachers to have something to teach from. Um, from you and I talked about, you know, nerds like myself who really enjoy this kind of thing, like coming up with curriculum and new ways of, um, of reinventing the wheel. Uh, I think that this is kind of, it's been fun and challenging for me to try to, find more performance um, type activities for Mm -hmm. my kids. Um, By choice, I teach all of the theater one classes. Uh, There's four of us on staff and I took all the theater one, um, you know, acting courses. I enjoy those kiddos. I enjoy the kids who aren't, um, you know, our production level students. And for them, my goal is to get them to perform in front of one another and to quit being jerks to one another and to develop relationships and to learn to get out of their shell. And that for me, like, how do you make that happen in an environment where you're literally telling them stop interacting with one another, um, at least face to face and, um, you know, kind of taking away that time that, that, um, of being communal. Um, and so for me, it's me getting up there and looking like an idiot and doing some performance stuff and then asking them to do the same thing and to post it in an atmosphere in which they can respond to one another's um, performances still, because that's really what I want them to have is that 
that vulnerability. And I think that we can still figure out how to do that on an online platform um, that isn't just me and them responding to one another, but them responding to each other. So that's what I've been really trying to find is, is opportunities for them to do that. What are you but, using? Do you have a plan for that? Uh, Google Classroom mainly. So because Google Classroom functions, you know, basically like Facebook, um, I post thing. I post their assignments to Google Classroom and then they reply in the replies uh, with their responses back. And Can they um, see each other's responses or do you have to, do you have to set that or whatever? Uh, so they can, they can send a video, they can send a link to a video, yeah. um, and then they can, they respond from there. So, um, what I haven't really done yet is say, okay, I now I have, and I haven't had to where then I'm like, okay, now respond to each other's work. They're kind of doing that on their own. Um, but I think for at least some of my, um, my shire classes, I'm going to have to do that. Cause I'm, that's what I'm trying to encourage is that, that talk back, you know? Yeah. Um, have you guys started yet online stuff? So officially this Monday was our kickoff to online. Um, my first assi- assignment. Yeah, we did. Mm. It was great. It was on Zoom. It was wonderful. Um, no, but we had last week was the first, um, I guess, a- activity that I sent out. Um, and it was like what you were talking about where uh, I wanted it to be like a week long project. So um, on Facebook, on I think on the UIL board, someone had posted, um, make-believe musical posters with um, fake names of the time or whatever. And I posted that as an assignment for them to um, cast the show and then to um, sing a song from the show and um, change the lyrics, make it, you know, today. Uh, And so some of them did duets, some of them did TikTok between two people and all the um, different, you know, ways, and we're submitting that. I think what's hard for... Us, and, and this is a question to you, are y'all, is this a statewide thing where you can't grade during this time period or is this a district thing? Like, are you no, able to the, take grades? It, no, everything is left up to the superintendent. That, that's, uh, the governor said that. So each district is its own separate thing as far as how we're assessing students and when we start assessing students, because it also has to do with size of district and accessibility to internet and our right. district right now, today's the last day, actually, as we record this, um, is th- they did a survey that they sent out to parents, students, and teachers saying, what kind of access do you have? Are you familiar with mm-hmm. this stuff? Now, you know, I can hit, be be uh, critical of how my district is doing things or whatever. I don't, it's not a time to be critical. However, right. one thing uh, that Jennifer and I, my wife and I figured out today is the one th- there's there are quite a few things no- nobody's considering it's the first time we're doing this right but mm-hmm. um it, also that said to play devil's advocate it's not the first time that online education has happened so i, I am a little disturbed by the fact that again coming from somebody that has a master's from an online program there is data out there that tells you how to do this right and and so i don't we should be we should have explored that if we're taking this much time some of these districts are taking all the time in the world to implement this stuff some districts are not there's data out there now i see you looking at me (laughs) but let me go back to the original point Mm -hmm. my wife and i realized because she's a teacher she's a theater teacher in the district as well and i'm assuming that's water and uh 
There's yep. already a podcast about teachers drinking while they're while they're talking, on. right? Yeah, I do have pants on. I always have pants on, actually, but um, which is kind of a problem I have uh, when I go to the restroom. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, there we are both having to teach online at the same time, and my mother-in-law works from our house, and so our situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say is unique in the fact that we're the only ones because I, I can name sure. a few people that are married to other teachers. I don't know if they're in right. the same district or not, but that's sure. beside the point. But um, we may not literally have the bandwidth to support two online classes plus my mother-in-law working from home plus my, 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 yeah, my oldest, Ava, is mm-hmm. her second grade teacher sending stuff that she's supposed to be accessing online, which is a mm-hmm. lot of video content, a lot of bandwidth stuff. So I answered the questions for me. Jennifer right. answered the questions for her as a teacher. We also both answered as parents. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, so it's, um, that's something to actually consider that I don't think a lot of people have considered. I'm sure may, I, I always have the benefit of the doubt that I cannot be the first one to think of this. Right. Um, and that's very apparent in some of our meetings as a thespian board. Um, when somebody says Blake, Stewart mostly, um, we did this years ago. Yes, we we get it. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, Blake. When I was on the board thirty-seven years ago, <laughs> we had already discussed this. Um, you know who you are, board members, Nicole. Uh, but anyway. So it's, it, that's one thing to consider. Now, going back to your stink face that you gave me a second ago about, um, you know, d- is the, the district taking time to implement this stuff? I get it. We're not, it, this is new to the high school, middle, and uh, elementary level. But at the same time, you know, our district, one of the largest ones in the state, we have an online platform that we've been using for a few years now and it's great Mm -hmm. it's called schoology and it has everything like we're not supposed to be zoom using zoom in fort bend we're supposed to be using uh the platform that we have schoology we have a conference through schoology which is very similar to zoom you can share documents you can see everybody like you're the brady bunch whatever it is um so we're supposed to use that for security reasons mostly but -hmm. also because we're paying for it um but we have all that stuff and the the it's those dang core people that are screwing everything up because i i truly believe theater people we're we are trained and equipped to figure it out and we're trained and equipped to figure it out relatively quickly Um, yeah we just need like some gaff tape and a flashlight and we're gonna you know that's that's macgyver class um a roach yeah a roach yes watch macgyver oh i haven't seen i literally haven't seen he makes a bomb out of a roach and oh, throws it. Under he makes the door. a what out of a roach? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, um, that's, edit that out. Yeah, you, no, I'm not going to edit that out. It's it's okay. Um, but anyway, the the uh, where were we? Uh, yeah, I think theater teachers because like so I was interviewing Kathy Padrell, which uh, is last week's episode. Right. I was uh, I was list, uh, or, or interviewing her, and as mm-hmm. soon as I. Uh, we reconnected to the real world. That's when everything started shutting down. And I'm pretty sure if it wasn't that night, it was definitely the next morning that on Facebook, there was already a page 
or, or whatever you call it. A, uh, teacher for, online resources. Yeah, for teacher yeah. online resources, uh, for yeah. theater teachers. And sure. that, I think, for me, was overwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. it became this repetitive page. Now, if you were, here's where theater teachers annoy the crap out of me, is when they want an answer, they sometimes don't go and look to see for five minutes if that answer has already been questioned right mm-hmm. is that good english yeah or answered yeah, yeah whatever you know what i mean but um it's there's so many resources on there and they're so good uh mm-hmm. that i thought this is too much you know like the and it was a bunch of individual projects and then there are people from the university level that are like well we're screwed too but their curriculum is way different than than a state's curriculum for public sure. education. So it became so bogged down with stuff that I that then I think that's part of what Travis's motivation was to just say, hey, we're just going to go to a project a week. And right. um, what we've done to this point, if I can share it and then you uh, share what you've done, because I like the music thing that you did as well. Uh, but we're going to go to a script and um we have 11 schools, 11 high schools, 15 middle schools, and we're all going to kind of do the same-ish thing, but we're going to go to a script and we're going to, uh, each director can choose their own script. Because for instance, Destiny just did A Midsummer Night's Dream, and that's a popular public domain show that people mm-hmm. can read, they can watch films of it, whatever. Mm-hmm. So so public domain, and you read the script. You, one week you do the player port. The next week you do... Uh, uh, you, you choose a character and you follow their emotional path or emotional journey, do their emotional arc. Um, then the next week you choose a design concept, uh, Mm -hmm. for it. And this is everybody and the rigor changes by level. So Mm -hmm. the teacher can change the rigor, but the idea of the project is still the same. Uh, and then the next week, uh, I forget the actual order, but the next week they get a monologue and then they have to perform it on what we call Flipgrid, which is an app that we have, Mm -hmm. um, and the students can give feedback. My daughter has been just all up in Flipgrid's, you know what, <laughs> this past week. And um, and then they have to implement the notes that the director and students give them and then re-record it. And that actually turns into their final. Um, so those, of, those students that are doing the tech side do five renderings of a costume or they do an elevation mm-hmm. with a blueprint or a, a ground plan. <coughs> corona um but they yeah. they uh, you know they have different things and then they present it like a uh, not a portfolio necessarily but like they would do at thespians um right. and again that's that's it that's what they do and we've been told they can only spend about 90 minutes a week on fine arts um or for that fine art class so if you have a kid that's in choir and in theater you know they get sure three hours but anyway so that's that's where i am and then you have this music thing that you're doing lip syncing getting tiktok involved kind of thing <laughs> well i um basically our district said we are not giving out grades and so um i think it's i don't know it feels kind of weird to not um have that grading system in place because then Um, you know, I've got some students who are my active production students. They want to keep involved. They want to do these things because they want to better their craft. And then you have the kids who are like, I would rather play Fortnite 
for the next two months. And that's also cool, right? And like, we have to be mindful of what everybody's going through and how stressful this is for the kids. Um, and so for me as a teacher, and also, I, I don't know, I guess it plays into my competitive nature too. It's like, I want these kids to be involved. I want them to consistently participate, but um, I have to get myself out of the equation, you know, whenever we're in this kind of time frame. But um, basically, we're not to take grades and we're not to give them any sort of deadline at all. Um, and so I've actually had to even go back and say, you know, just get it to me when you can um, and take off any sort of um, like Friday due date or like in a couple of weeks, like none of those kind of statements should be made in our in our platforms. And so um, I've decided I'm and this is kind of for a selfish reason too. I'll get to the selfish reason in a minute, but um, I'm posting things Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in Google Slides for them to um, do. Basically, they're bell ringers. You know, this is something that I would do in the top five minutes of class. Yeah. Um, but now they're performing them and recording them. Um, some of them, um, I went to Slide Carnival, which if you've never been on Slide Carnival, it is free Google is Slides. Oh. Yes, it's uh, slidecarnival.com or something. I don't know. But it is free Google Slides templates that you can download. They are amazing. They're beautiful. Um, and she and I emailed her because I'm like, hey, I'm using all of these for free. And eventually I plan on, um, you know, kind of maybe capitalizing on some of this sure. uh, stuff. Am I able to continue to use it? And she's like, yeah, just, you know, put in the credit slide. But anyway, she... Uh, these slides has a, a notebook, so it looks like a little journal. Um, and so I have them making interactive digital journals. And so instead of them sending me a response every time for some of these written little, like, hey, tell me, you know, I have like, would you rather Wednesday? And here, there are two things that I think are going to happen from this that um, uh, aren't, uh, that could either benefit us or not. I, I don't know. One, we're going to like it and we're going to like doing online teaching and like this platform of being able to control our kids, our students through online education and it's going to engage them and they may end up liking it. Uh, Do you mean we as in everyone or we as in theater people, we as in who? Like all educators? No, I don't think every, I don't think science labs are going, you know, science teachers are not going to like this at all. How do you, you know, how does a chemistry teacher <laughs> do? I mean, chemistry online sounds horrible. If I, even thinking back to the nineties when I was in, eh, when I was in high school back in the nineties. Yeah, um, but I say the same thing about, I say the exact same thing about live theater. No, do you but, see what he, my, no, 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 no. Okay. What do you need for theater? What do you need for theater, Mandy? Oh, here what we are go. the three things you need for theater? Before we get into this. What are the three things? I feel like what, you're skirting the question. No, because you, I don't think you're misinterpreting my question. Mix I'm this saying, chemical with this chemical and see what happens. That's chemistry. <laughs> theater. We're doing theater right now. Like when I talk, I'm sitting on my stage. You listen. You're my audience. And, and, and you reciprocate. I, so, I, I absolutely agree with that. But I, it cannot in theater. any way replace. But yes, it yeah. can't replace the. But the you can blow up your house. That the phone does. You can blow up your house if you are doing chemistry labs in your own personal kitchen, and you're not going to blow up your house reciting the monologue from Macker's, you know, 
toil, trouble, right, double. You're, you're comparing apples and oranges. No, the blood. What'd she say? Anyway, no. Well, I know that, but I'm saying when you said, "Are are you thinking that this is for everybody, or this is just for theater?" No, I I think a lot of people will like this. Why not English? Why like why does English even happen in a classroom? What there's a personal relationship between a student and a teacher that helps engage the student, and I think that helps get their attention. I totally understand that, but English can be taught online. I I I know that for a fact again because of the Angelo State program. Like I don't English good ever, but I wrote so many papers in the two years that I was in that program and had to work on my English and had to get better with my English and I actually feel like I'm smarter with English and gooder now after that program that was all online I I could not tell you what my professors look like right but you're again talking about collegiate because they were catfishing me yeah I know that but I'm saying but but I'm saying it was effective and do I think it would work for elementary school no I think English you know, because they they are they are modeling how to literally write letters, right, and and do things like that. So I think at some point, though, online education can be extremely effective. I don't think history necessarily has to be taught in a classroom. I don't. I I, I think science, and of I do think, and I hate to say this because they're going to get their heads all high and mightier than they already are, but band and choir and orchestra should be done in person i just i think that's very difficult now i'm not saying get rid of the i'm not saying get rid of like face-to-face theater that is not at all what i'm saying i'm saying i enjoy wearing pajamas while teaching like it's you know like but you know and, and it's still effective it can still work it can still be something that a student likes now all that said here's also what i think could happen you're going to get students that did not do anything or, you know, we're not, I don't think we're going back to school this year. I really don't. You know, Dallas is already yeah. saying we're not. And, and, and if you ask people down here, we're not. Right. Uh, but I do think that next year, um, and I do genuinely feel bad for this year's seniors, but I do think that next year when our juniors, sophomores, and freshmen go back to school, there's going to be a negative response to how uh, we're now teaching. Because if they're feeling like they did a good job, a decent enough job, they passed. You know, another sidebar, you know how bad it's going to be if a student fails this nine weeks, this term, or six, depending on where you are. You know, like no teacher is going to do that right now. What teacher will do that? The meanest of teachers is not going to do that right now. So all these students are thinking, I passed. It worked. And, and, you know, like, 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 I just want to stay online and be at home all the time where I can finish this project in the time that I want to finish it. I can manage it in the time that I want to manage it and still go play Fortnite, like you said earlier, and still Mm -hmm. go play right now. Animal Crossing is the, the hot thing. You know, I can still do what I want to do. And still get an A or a B and pass class. Whereas when yeah. I'm at school, now it's so much harder. I've got everything. It's so many distractions and, you know, my modifications aren't, aren't, nobody's doing Either. my modification, all this kind yeah. of stuff. You know, I just think there's going to be a negative um, response to it once students return to a traditional classroom setting. 
I think you're right to some extent. I think that because I believe as a whole, we're going to be pretty productive and successful with our online efforts that we are going to have some pushback as to why can't, why can't we do this more often, right? Why can't more subjects be taught that way? Or why can't um, we as a district make more of an initiative to have, let's say, one complete online campus, which I think most districts have something to that extent at this point. You know, anyway, I know Bastrop even does, right? So, um, and I see that a majority of Keller's kids, for instance, who are college-ready since they came out of the womb, um, will enjoy that and parents will too. And then I also know that there's a good amount of kids who, um, you know, I'm always the person who reads for the underdog. There's going to be a a vast majority of kids who need the social acclimation that, you know, school brings to that. And I know that you're not saying that 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 program is for everyone. Um, But I really do think that what our kids are missing out on and what we'll be missing out on if we, you know, what missed the last two and a half, three months of school and then all of summer is that acclimation period. And I keep thinking about, um, you know, how it usually takes me a good six to nine weeks to get my theater one students at the beginning of the year comfortable enough to be vulnerable enough to play even an improv game together, right? And like, to really be able to share and get past the, that hurdle of being around each other and just how this time frame of, of being away and then self-seclusion, self-seclusion and all of the other stuff that's happening right now is just going to magnify the discomfort, I believe. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it'll do the opposite. Like people are just going to be craving that, that you know, community aspect. But um, – yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's, I think you're right. I think fine arts has a really unique way of being able to rally together and help each other out. Um, I think um, school districts that might have not had um, a fine arts program where everyone helped each other out and, and really rallied for one another are starting to see that as, as, um, as we kind of have to, um, leaning on one another for ideas of how to get the kids involved and, and keep them awake and alive during this time frame. Um, I know my kids right now are just excited to see my face. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they're literally just so excited to hear my voice or, um, you know, I have like these little cliche things that I always say to them. And so I end my videos with that or I, good afternoon, um, good evening and good night. That is exactly not it. Um, and so just having those moments with them, I think is super important because, and I kind of forget that about my own kids at home. You know, my I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a 12-year-old. And my six-year-old right now is really the one who's having the hardest time with everything. And, um, you know, just completely breaking down because he can't have a play date. You know, just having this sense of, like, the only people I can talk to are the four other people around me, you know? Yeah. And and even today, like, with the Zoom, I, you know, this is the third on call on video conversation I'm having today and just having those seeing someone else's face that's not my husband's or my children's is kind of you know it's kind of nice I, it's it's hard to be yeah in. but it's fake <laughs> it's it's like which proves the point of what I was saying before about the online teaching yeah that I guess. there's only so much you can do there's only so much you can do human interaction is well, needed I think human interaction and relationship 
absolutely should be one of the three no, things that you have to have for theater. I, that that to me is the yeah. I no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate a little bit, but I also think this lends itself to going to year-round school, and 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 now you're doing uh, online education part of the time and you're doing and and this might be where we're headed anyway because if the idiots don't quarantine because you know there's that theory that well if if we if we go back out and stimulate the economy um then uh everything will be fine and you know at least our economy won't die uh and then there's the idea that if we do all uh stay in our houses and and again this is not a novel idea it's not me coming up with this but if the idea is that we do stay in our houses and everything is fine and the curve does flatten well why do we stay in our houses what's the point no, nothing happened well yeah it didn't happen you dumbass because we stayed in our house like you know um but the, i don't think that the curve at least in this country because we're a mostly entitled country and that we don't need to get into politics but i do feel like we're a we have pussified America into a full entitlement. And that's just my opinion. Um, you can uh, take it for what you will, but I think we're in this for a long time, and and a, we're we're in new America. This is a, this is a new day. Um, right. And this is going to be that traumatic event in which it resets again. I feel like nine eleven was our yeah. last. Our yeah. last moment in time, and then this is this is our kids' generation. You know, they're they're nine eleven in yeah. the sense of really kind of seeing how the world has to recreate itself after a traumatic event. Yeah. You know, like you think you think it's going to be pre Corona and after Corona. Yeah. Like, what is that? You know, time stop and, look like. And it's it's not as immediate as nine eleven was, but it's going to be deadlier, uh, which is horrible to say, but it's true. Um, but I, I just, I think that they're, they're going, like, we're going to go into these moments of, okay, we have to stay inside now for a month, nobody go out, and it's going to be this, this wave of sort of, you know, quarantining, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. that, that we're just going to have to stick to. I truly do think that that's going to be how it is if we still have these stubborn, immune teenagers, um, and more than just teenagers. I don't want to say it's just them because right. I know there are a lot of teenagers that are actually abiding by the rules. I can see them on right. freaking TikTok. Um, <laughs> uh, but 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 there are people that are, and my cousin is one of those people. He's spending time on the beach in California, and we've sure. already gotten on his ass about it. So there there there's going to be a lot of that. Um, and until we have the vaccine, I think that there that mm -hmm. that once anyway. We don't need to be talking about that. It's boring. <laughs> it's not about theater education. And that's all this is supposed to be about is theater education, not people. Or wrestling. That, by the way, wrestling is theater. So. It sure is. It's fake as hell. Oh, wait. But see, theater is not fake. Well, I mean, it is. Okay, no, no, it I is. What? I don't even know what you, I don't even know if you know what you know. I was you, just yeah, but, myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, the other thing that you mentioned, and then we can wrap it up, because hmm. uh, I'm tired of talking to you. So the idea mm -hmm. that this is going to work just fine for the teachers that have relationships with their students compared to teachers that are still the fuddy-duddies that don't know how to build a connection between uh, themselves and their students, and they're still going to just assign projects or uh assignments and 
it's not going to be really engaging at all and they're still their expectations are not going to lower so that a student can not only because I know for a fact I've got a student that is his kid is his kids is his uh, brother's babysitter mm-hmm. um, his mom works all the time uh, so he's constantly watching his little his little kid brother. So he's not going to have time to work on all this stuff. I just know it. And um uh and he's one of our better actors. Uh so I I I wonder how that kind of adjustment is made. I wonder how an adjustment is made for sped kids, for 504 kids, um for ESL kids or ELL. Um right. and that that's the that's the part the kids that don't have internet. You know, I know that that uh, somebody Verizon or somebody said they're going to release a bunch of free hotspots that's great and all for now mm-hmm. but what happens if this does carry over and well, you know it's also it's also great for those who still have the devices to be able to use that and that's yeah. you know some people I mean? some people have internet because they they have Netflix at home but they don't have right. internet because uh, they have, they have like a computer three laptops yeah yeah um, we and, had um sorry yeah, we had ahead. we had uh, Keller released you know, sign up if you need electronic yeah. devices for your for your kids' use. And there was twelve thousand responses for seven thousand devices. Yep. You know. And they're doing a great job. They're getting it out there. Um but, you know, and that's part of the reason why we're not taking grades. Like how can you take grade how can you penalize someone for not turning in something that they can't Easily. have access to in the first time? <laughs> You're awful. Um but yeah, no, I think um this is a time in which everyone has to get over themselves and take the ego out of what we do. And I think for theater um, and the nature of, of what we do and of one act and of, um, you know, our, comp- our competition type award ceremony, Tommy Tunes, Gatsma, all of these other things. Um, Babers. When, yeah, those two. Um, when we have all of those kind of playing around in our head consistently, and, and those do have a little little bit to do with our resumes and getting hired and all this other kind of mess, that those those kind of an egotistical mindset of we have to win and we have to be better has, has to just fall out the wayside when it comes to this thing. And I think for the most part that that's what most people are doing. Um, but I, I think that and I think that that works easier for for directors who have a mindset that their main main priority in and out of the classroom is to build relationships with students and to um, to really find a way to connect one on one with kids and be able to really um, seek the need of each individual student where they're at and what they want and what they need. If you guys have questions or anything, uh, I know that the uh, thespian website texasthespians.org is up and running with online content and that the uh, teta website has some content and then of course all the facebook stuff but if you do have questions and you want to reach out uh, i've gotten pretty dang savvy on some of these online platforms but make sure you reach out at minor wisdom pod or at mr blake minor on twitter you can email me um, you can just email blake.minor at fortbenisd.com or blake.minor at gmail, uh, and I'd be happy to help you. And we can just have a little Zoom meeting, maybe uh, throw some wine in there or some beer or something like that. But I hope everybody takes care, and please, 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 please do not stress out too, too much.
Minor Wind.